Hello there. Hello there. Hello, what have we here? Hello there, and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me again for another new episode of Daniel Talks About Star Wars, the show where I do exactly as that name suggests. I am the titular Daniel. And oh, that was my phone going off. (laughs) I'm not sure if uh, that picked up on the microphone, but if it did pick up on the microphone, then yes. That is the same quote that's in my intro of Lando Calrissian saying, Hello, what do we have here? That's the specific text tone for my fiancé as well, so I always know it's her. Right, here we are, week six, episode six, chapter six of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I'm really eager to get stuck into this episode. I'm kind of hyped up, I'm expecting good things, hopefully. I absolutely adored last week's episode, you know, I, I can't deny that it got me a bit giddy. I think editing that episode and like listening back to my commentary on it, I was, yeah, having sort of a proper nerdy out kind of time. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I just had a lot of fun with it. Although, you know, it's no secret that I, I, I thought it was a bit misplaced just as a episode of the Book of Boba Fett, of course, where that uh, titular character did not appear. And you know, I am pleased that that's a criticism that I've seen. I mean, everyone level at that episode, uh, which I was surprised about. I sort of had it in my head that because people have kind of been not so much in love with this show, you know, I, I thought people would just see the, the Mandalorian and sort of be quite pleased that um, Boba Fett was not in that episode all about Mando. So, um, but no, a lot of people have said like, oh yeah, it was really good, really enjoyed it, but where's Boba Fett? So, that's nice, at least, because I was expecting everyone to just be like, oh, yeah, boo, <laughs> no more boba. So, yeah, and that was my phone again, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> there we go, I've turned that on silent now, I do apologise. But yeah, so let's let's return to the man himself and just get stuck into this week's episode. And I must say, I'm quite excited by the episode description here on Disney+. Plus. says, mysteries are explored and Boba Fett learns new information. So I, uh... I hope that new information is something worth talking about and not just something very minor that they've decided to include in their very vague episode descriptions. And we've got a nice 48 minute long episode today as well, so pretty longish one. I of course have the episode set up on Disney Plus as always, and I've got it at 0 hours, 0 minutes and 0 seconds. And this time we've got 47 minutes and 11 seconds remaining. What we're going to do here is I'm going to count down from three. And then when I say go, we'll all press play and we'll all be synced up together so we can watch this new Star Wars content. And this, of course, will be my live reaction as I have never seen this show before because it only came out today. So without further ado, I have my caffeine free Coke, Diet Coke. Not sponsored. And I think we are good to go. So, get ready. Three, two, one, go. The armorer. She made me drop a swear last week. And yeah, I mean, we need to... Are we going to see Grogu? I mean, we're being reminded of it, so... Maybe. I thought maybe, uh... 
Maybe that would wait until The Mandalorian, but we'll see. And I'm getting the feeling at this point that, yeah, the, the bad guys are just the pike. It feels very late in the game to suddenly reveal um, someone else or some other party. I mean, can you imagine, though, if we saw Luke? I mean, he said, pay a visit to a little friend. Are we going to see that meeting? Feels a bit like maybe we are. Oh. Da, 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 da. Sorry, that was probably a bit annoying. Okay, where are we? Probably Tatooine. Almost definitely Tatooine. <laughs> Cup vents! <gasps> That's great. I'm so happy he's back. He doesn't need any armor. He's just Timothy Oliphant. Tim Timothy Oliphant. Has he always had that scar? <laughs> they all look really like stunned. I mean, surely they won't listen. It's just one guy. Cool. I gotta say, he looks a lot older for some reason. It's only been a year. Cool. It looks like Revolver Ocelot for any of uh, my MGS, my fellow MGS fans out there.
spice. Yeah, good on you. Oh, nice different rendition of the theme as well. From the desert comes a stranger. Wow. It's <laughs> probably the wordiest title we've ever had. <gasps> Is he coming back to Tatooine? Oh my god, no, he's going somewhere else. Are we going to see Grogu? Oh, are we going to see Luke? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm becoming... <laughs> oh, I'm becoming giddy. Must control myself. Where are they? If that's where Luke is. R2? Oh my god. This is really happening. This is insane. I never would have expected this in the Boba Fett show. You gotta give us some Boba Fett fairly soon, though. I mean, come on. But I'm going to try and not put a dampener on this moment. When did they trade names? <laughs> we must have to just do it all the way out there. Okay. <laughs> Bit of a misdirection. Imagine if he got Luke to come along. How wild would that be? Oh, it looks like they're building one of those... Uh, Structures that you see on Octo. Oh, okay, I get it. Robots are building a thing. Let's not waste time, though. For as excited as I am, I do want to get back to Boba Fett out of principle. R2? What the hell? Is, is Luke trying to teach him some kind of lesson? Now is not the time. I wonder if this is where Mantle will be for, like, 
the whole episode, and then he won't join up with Boba Fett until the finale. Which is next week. Are they going to make us wait for the whole episode? Oh, no, we're still here. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm so excited. Wow. That looks great. Although I did think that when we first saw him in The Mandalorian as well. And then he started talking. <laughs> I'm conscious that we didn't see lip, uh, Luke's lips move when he said that then but that does look incredible just in, in motion I mean, this is very interesting, though, like, so clearly it's just, well, not clearly, but I'm assuming that it's just Luke and Grogu here, so does that technically make Grogu, like, <laughs> Luke's first Padawan? He's so happy. Wow, I'm really impressed by that. They uh they hired that guy from YouTube, didn't they? That was kind of big news back in the day. Back in the day. Like, I, it was ages ago. It was probably a few months ago. Oh, which maybe makes me think that maybe he didn't actually have anything to do with this. But there's a big deepfake guy on YouTube that got hired by Lucasfilm. And I have a feeling, based on that now as well, that we've just heard that they are not confident in showing him actually speak. Whoa. <laughs> that looks so good. That is actually ridiculous.
Oh my god. And they are showing him talk now, so <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting slightly emotional. Honestly, like seeing like Luke Skywalker like in front of me, that's actually crazy. I'm sort of getting it I'm uh Oh no! Order sixty six Oh my god. This is crazy, man. Who saved him, I wonder? But yeah, like, I remember, uh, obviously, people's kind of had that reaction at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2, and I uh, was kind of not feeling it then, but yeah, here now, I'm... Wow. Yeah, that was uh, incredible. Oh, but also, <laughs> oh, I love it, but where's, where's Boba Fett? Ahsoka, what? <laughs> it's happening. This is insane. Oh my god, this is the planet that... Oh, this is definitely the planet in those flashbacks in the sequel trilogy. Isn't it? This is the place that gets absolutely ruined. Oh, don't let him... Don't not let him see him. Come on. Are you going to tell me that it, it hinders his training? Oh my god. Was Ahsoka a teacher? Was she like a fellow master at Luke's Academy? Oh! For God's sake, I'm so excited! Come on, go see him. Give him his little armor that you made for him.
Yes! What's so wrong with that? <laughs> Come on, just go see him. Don't listen to her. Oh, come on. So let them <laughs> see each other. I mean, I get it, but also, did they just do a fist bump? <laughs> oh, man. But just imagine his little face <laughs> if we were to see him again. God damn it. Aww. Surely that's just making it hard for him. What the hell? So you tell him that he came, but you don't... Uh, what? I really need to see, watch the... Uh, the gallery episode that they did on the season two finale for the Mandalorian, because I want to know how they did Luke's voice, because I'm sure that's Mark Hamill. And sometimes there is a bit of like a computerized quality to it. But obviously Mark Hamill doesn't sound like that anymore. And I'm st still blown away by how incredible that looks. That is a big step up from Mandalorian. Oh. This is so cool, honestly.
Wow, we are spending we are spending a lot of time with them. We're nearly halfway through. Standing on one leg. Imagine if some of oh, <laughs> imagine if some of the <laughs> the muscle that Boba Fett ends up hiring is Grogu. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Luke's teaching style is interesting. He is very tender. I mean, I guess it is a baby he's dealing with. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, seeing Luke and Ahsoka interact, oh my god. <laughs> How much does Luke know about Ahsoka? He must know everything, surely. Maybe that isn't Mark Hamill's voice.
Oh, that gave me chills. I mean, I don't really know what uh, about that sentence was particularly like remindful of Anakin, but I'll go with it. Oh, he's tired. Okay, she's leaving. Oh yeah, she needs to go and be in her own show. <laughs> Forgot about that. Don't just leave him out there on that rock. <laughs> what if he fell in? Alright, back to <laughs> the task at hand. That's a very interesting look at the two sons. We've only got 20 minutes left. I mean, a lot can happen in 20 minutes, but... It feels like we've just stepped into a completely different show. I'm still interested to learn what these mysteries that Boba uncovers are. Oh, it's Boba Fett, remember him? Mandalorian was literally the only person they hired. What is that? Mando sure is getting around.
Is this guy about to... Oh, they're about to have a shootout. Now it's the Razor Crest 2. Yeah, why would he help, <laughs> to be honest? It's quite a different look at uh, the bar, the saloon. Freetown. Why does that sound familiar? Sorry, I'm aware, I'm <laughs> quite conscious of the fact that I'm not talking very much, but I'm quite engrossed, to be honest. I, Yeah, this is a hell of an episode. Oh my god. Is that Cad Bane? <laughs> Are you joking? God, my heart is racing. Jesus Christ.
from the desert comes a stranger. Is that the stranger? Oh my god. Is he going to kill Cobb Vanth? I hope he doesn't. But at the same time, that's a hell of a way to reintroduce Cad Bane. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh my god, that is so Cad Bane. That is ridiculous. I can't believe it. Oh, no, he'll kill the deputy. Kill the deputy. That's fine. Don't kill the marshal. Holy, oh my god. I'm not even a really a, that big of a fan of Cad Bane. But this is so cool. Please tell me he's got Corey Burton's voice. Oh my god, he does. This is... Oh my god. I'm literally like holding my face in my hands right now. Look up, show us your beautiful face. Cause that does look incredible. Haha. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, bro, come on, don't kill Cobb Vanth. Gotta say, Cat Bane is looking quite pale. I'm used to him being quite a deeper blue. I think that was probably just a hit in the shoulder for Cobb Vanth. Wow. That's great. Jesus. Hell of an episode. <laughs>
Always a pleasure to see Garth Whip. I'm quite conscious <laughs> of the fact that in previous episodes I've sounded like I've been like lusting after <laughs> after her. It's a beautiful lady, what can I say? What are the pikes up to? I hope that's not a bomb. That was a straight up bomb. Did they just kill Garsif Whip? And we're back here, my goodness. Let's see what's in there. Because he does need a, a glow up. Needs a, a wardrobe change. Chainmail. Wow. He doesn't know him as the Mandalorian. He knows him as Daddy. That is Yoda's lightsaber. Where did he get Yoda's lightsaber? You having a laugh? This is ridiculous. Is he going to make him pick one? Which is okay. I'm up for that. Don't do it.
Oh, I mean, Luke, don't, don't make him feel bad. I we're not going to see his choice. And that was the end of the episode, directed by Dave Filoni. Written by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Oh my god. I'm, I, but he didn't, but, oh, so much mixed feelings. <laughs> like, that was all great. I loved all of that. But why? It's not... Boba Fett. Oh, man. I'm also, like, Pedro Pascal is now getting, like, third billing. Oh, man. Corey Burton in the credits. Nice. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Beals totally forgot. Did the, I guess they killed Garth Whip. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that already. <sighs> right. Well. Another great episode of the Book of Boba Fett. If it appears to be lacking its title character. Boba Fett learns new information. When did that happen? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well. I mean, but I, I mean, what? That was cr Luke, Grogu, Ahsoka, Cad Bane, Cobb Vanth, like a Yoda's lightsaber. What's all that about, man? That was crazy. Oh, yeah, that was quite the experience. Uh, but this just, I just don't feel like I can fully appreciate it all and fully enjoy it because it's in the Boba Fett show and he has now had two episodes of his own show where he's not, he hasn't featured, really. It almost feels like more of an insult, like having him appear in that one tiny moment in this episode, where all he did was, like, nod towards the Mandalorian. I think it would have been better if he just hadn't appeared again. Oh, man. What a ride. Well, that's it for the uh, the Book of Boba Fett this week. Le next week is our final episode, so hopefully Boba can take the spotlight again and face off against Cad Bane. Crazy. But yeah, before I wrap up fully for today, I do have some updates, actually, because I've got some more High Republic to talk about, which um, I honestly don't know what I was thinking last week when I said that, oh yeah, that'd probably be it for me for the High Republic for a while. I'm going to go off and read some Poirot. And uh, while I did do that, and it was great, I uh, quite enjoyed my first... Uh, foray into the worlds of Agatha Christie. <laughs> um, I think it's just because I, I finished Out of the Shadows and like that was kind of... The High Republic to me is sort of first and foremost just like a straightforward, like the written prose, like novels. Like that's that's what it is mainly to me and the comics and stuff are kind of secondary to that, which I don't suppose is really true, but that's just sort of how I perceive it kind of um, if I don't think about it too hard. So the comics weren't really at the forefront of my mind, so I just think when I finished Out of the Shadows, 
last week. I was like, okay, yep, done for a while. Um, but actually, I, you know, I was way off. I still had the Tempest Runner audio drama to listen to, which I did listen to that following morning. <laughs> um, you know, and then obviously the mainline High Republic comic series I need to catch up on and have done. Issue 14 came out today. I'm all caught up with that. Um, but yeah, then we've got the the Adventures series by Daniel Jose Older. Um, Trail of Shadows, the miniseries, also by Daniel Jose Older. Um, the next issue of Eye of the Storm comes out next month, I believe. Or at least that's when it will be available on Comixology, according to the dates on there. So yeah, like I've got all... And then like the manga as well, The Edge of Balance. I've got volume one of that on my bookshelf somewhere. Volume two comes out later this month as well. So yeah, there's still like the, the in the realm of comics and stuff. I've still got lots of catching up to do. Um, but I do just want to briefly mention, because I, I sort of... Tempest Runner, the audio drama written by Kevin Scott, wasn't really on my radar. I do apologise, I think I just hit my desk. It wasn't really on my radar, like, I was going to get around to it eventually, but I just wasn't really interested in the, uh, you know, the idea of it following, like, Lorna D of all characters. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not, not too. But actually, I ended up really enjoying it. I listened to it in pretty much one sitting, and yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I actually appreciated learning more about her character and getting to spend a lot of time with her. It definitely paints her in a different light. Um, and it was just, yeah, overall a really enjoyable audio experience. And it was done in the way as well that I appreciated because I, I remember complaining or my sort of my criticism um, in my vague recollections episode, if you want to go back and listen to that, with with these audio dramas that they've done for Star Wars so far, is that I, I didn't like the way it was a kind of a combination of just like drama sort of acted out scenes and the inclusion of narration as well I, I just wasn't a, a big fan of and I you know I'm used to um my gold standard for well-produced audio stuff is a great company that I did mention in that episode as well called Big Finish they do a lot of Doctor Who mainly like audio dramas and their stuff is just so good and it's just like watching an episode of Doctor Who but you can't see it um and so I was really pleased with Tempest Runner that there was none of that sort of narrative sort of leaning on that to kind of propel the story or share characters' thoughts, which is what they've did done with Dooku Jedi Lost, which was also by Kevin Scott, and the Doctor Aphra one as well, which I've never been able to fully get into. But yeah, Tempest Runner was just a straightforward, like, six-hour-long Star Wars adventure, and it was really enjoyable. Uh, I had a great time with it. The one criticism I do want to bring up, though, is I don't know what they were thinking with the voice of... Marcion Rowe, and I believe it was Mark Thompson as well who voiced him, which is a shame because I'm a big fan of, you know, the way he uh, reads the audiobooks, the Star Wars audiobooks as well. Um, you know, I, I, I do like Mark Thompson a lot, but yeah, his, his voice for Marcion Rowe was just so, like, pathetic and he sounds so lame. And I guess I'm kind of comparing that with the, the kind of voice that I hear in my head when I read his parts in you know, the various High Republic novels, but in my, in my head, he's always got such, like, such a cool, calm, cold voice, you know, and, yeah, Mark Thompson just played him quite, he just sounded quite lame, <laughs> and there's no other way I can put it, really, but, yeah, the rest of the cast were, like, really great, and the other roles that Mark Thompson played in it, he did very well as well, like, he played Skier, that was great, you know, so, and Panator as well, I do believe. So, you know, he did a great job. But yeah, that was a bit of a misfire for me, that kind of, that portrayal 
of Martian Rowe. I mentioned as well that I'm I'm now caught up with the comics, which will be having its uh, final issue. I don't know if it's going to be going on a hiatus for a while until we get to phase two of the High Republic, but issue 15 of the High Republic comic series by Kevin Scott will be out next month. And yeah, that, I'm really enjoying... I mean, I don't like the comics as much as, as the, the books, but, you know, it's really exciting to see how the comic series will now intersect with the events of the Fallen Star, because there's a lot of reference, or not a lot of reference, but the occasional reference to stuff going on with Avar Chris that basically, I mean, spoilers for the Fallen Star, but everything that's happening on the other side of Starlight Beacon. And I thought it was an odd choice in the Fallen Star by Claudia Gray to not tell us what was going on, but I've since learned that that was a very conscious thought, because obviously they're saving that and what happens with those characters for the comic series. So I'm really excited to see the sort of the specific events that transpired on the opposite side of Starlight Beacon compared to uh, compared to the Fallen Star. So that's all really exciting. Um, and yeah, I'll probably c- catch up on Trail of Shadows now. I did read the first issue of that last night as well. So I just got to go for issues two, three and four and then wait for uh, the fi- fifth and final issue of that to come out later this month. Yeah. And then I guess I'll get around to the Edge of Balance at some point as well. The manga, um, or manga, manga, whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've still... I feel like there's there's always going to be High Republic to talk about <laughs> from that until it finishes, whenever that may be. But hey, long may it rain, I suppose. And yeah, I just it was an error of judgment when I, when I said that I was done with it uh, last week. So yeah, I'm still firmly into the High Republic, uh, but just not in the uh, the novelized like more literary sense <laughs> like I have been. Although, to be fair, Midnight Horizon comes out later this month as well, like in a couple of weeks, and then I'll have Mission to Disaster, so, I, yeah, I'm going to be talking about <laughs> The High Republic for ages. Uh, anyway, but yeah, still working my way through, and I'm sure I'll have another update for you next week when we look at The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, the final episode of this mini-series. And yeah, that's that'll do it for today. Great episode, really enjoyed it. But let's let's hope that Boba Fett can take, you know, get in the spotlight for his fi- for his finale next week. All right, that'll do it for this week then. So thank you very much for listening to me. See you next week and goodbye.